It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right. Uh, I, I think we've begun actually twice today. Yes, we have. That's good. We've begun twice today. There we go. Just had to fiddle with some settings. That's, uh, that's, that's a Monday for you. I'm, to, to be forewarned, I'm a little... You're grumpy today. I'm a little grumpy today. Um, but we're going to talk about some things that I think will probably put me back in a good mood. Yes. One of those will be I finally got to see the Croslex boys play on Saturday against Carlton, a much uh, ballyhooed game, which was great through the first half. And then Croslex was Croslex in the second half and dominated. They're that good. They are that good. So we'll talk about that. Saw a pretty good high school. Actually, we got to work together and see a, a pretty good high school hockey game mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Uh, I saw a real good effort by the Big Red. Actually, I saw two real good efforts by the Big Reds boys last week. Um, we already talked about the center line game. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about their game with Marysville. Um, we'll talk about the girls basketball. We'll talk about what's going on this week. My- we'll talk about my perfect week of picks on the pick segment. And my uh, blowout curse seems to get worse. Yes, the blowout curse is a thing. It is real, and uh, it, 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 it happens on a nightly basis for Brady. We'll talk about that. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, you're back. I finally got to see um, the Crosslex boys play on Saturday. Uh, they had a non-league game with Carlton. Scheduled this, like on Thursday. Yeah, and and this was like a big matchup. Um, Carlton, real good basketball team. Uh, they play in the uh, Tri-County 10 Valley. Their only loss this year was to Hemlock, who was 8-0. So, yeah. And Crosslex, of course, was, was undefeated uh, going into the uh, game. So this, this was a big matchup. I got to the, to the gym, and everybody was telling me about Carlton and DJ Volts, who's getting D1 offers in both basketball and football. And, and they say, uh, everybody said, that we think he's going to play football, but schools are offering him basketball scholarships. Uh, and keep an eye on this guy, Stuck. Keep an eye on this guy. So I kept an eye on him. And he had 12 points in the first half, a couple of dunks, mm-hmm. very athletic. Um, but he only scored four points in the second half. And, and if I were to, I'll just say it because I don't think anybody from Carlton listens to our podcast. Uh, and even if they do, I was at the game. I saw it. He got schooled. Okay? In a one-on-one showdown with Hunter Soper, Soper destroyed him. Period. End of conversation. Won't debate it with anybody. Soper 27, Volt 16. That's just in points. Soper out. Rebounded him. Soper out. Everything to him. Period. 
So dunked now, over him too. Now that you've seen what on the on a putback, yeah. Now that you've seen Croslex play, do you understand? I mean, I know you saw them last year, but seeing them this year, do you understand what I was saying when I'm saying this is the best? I think I, I was texting someone. This is the best team this area has seen in, I mean, forty years. Well, it's the best basketball team I've seen in the area since I've been in the area, and I've been in the area for 25 years. Right. But that also tells you the plight of basketball in the area over the last two Right. Decades. There has not – I mean, was, I was trying to talk – I think I was talking to you Saturday when you were on your way home from the game. I was like, what team can you think of in this area that could even hold a candle to them? And I couldn't think of one because there hasn't been. there. We haven't had a serious – we've had good players. Yes. I you mean, had, if, if, if I'm excluding New Haven as an area right. team – which I don't think we should. Well, it's yeah, they're it's, right next to Richmond. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, but, the New Haven I mean, team. Sands, New Haven, and Romeo Weems, um, and Williams, who was also an excellent player. Who might have turned out to be the better player. Yeah, at least, well, collegiately, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the time in high school, mm-hmm. Weems was the deal. Mm-hmm. And he was the – I mean, we're talking about, okay, St. Clair was pretty decent, right? Yeah. Uh, they yeah, had they held them. They had Davidson. They were shutting them out in a playoff basketball game, mid third quarter. Yeah, it was thirty eight to nothing with like four minutes to go in the third quarter of a boys high school playoff basketball game against the Saints team that probably averaged fifty five, sixty points a game that season. Yeah. So anyway, besides those teams, so so other than that, but but like. Northern, no. Nor- Northern has had great players, but not great teams. Mm-hmm. PH has had great players, not great teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marysville, great players, not great teams. Right. St. They- Clair, great players, pretty good teams, but never really a threat to get out of the regional. Right. Like- Some- sometimes get upset in the districts. I mean, we haven't had a team where I looked at it and said, yeah, th- this for sure, this is a team that has a chance to get to at least a quarterfinal. I mean, Emily City's had a couple good teams. But again, it becomes the difference between being good in the area because there are a lot of teams that are good for St. Clair County, the Blue Water area, that, you know, will win a district, maybe have a chance to win a regional game. Dennis, I don't think it's fair. I, I, okay, I'll besides Goodrich, who's as good as Croslex from everything I'm hearing. If Croslex doesn't make a quarterfinal, aren't you a little disappointed? Uh, I would – well, I'll, again, I don't know what the draw is going to be and what the other opponents are going to be. You could hit a really good team in regionals. Right. But you what, could hit a couple of good teams in regionals. But I'm saying Sometimes is, regionals are harder to win than, a quarter, than the quarterfinal game. Which from I'm pretty sure Goodrich is in their region. That was the showdown last year that everyone was waiting for and never happened. Looks like it'll likely happen this year. Like, for example. So, if this, uh, let me put it. If you play a team like that in the regional and you get blown out, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. If you play a team like that in regional and you go to war with them and a buzzer they, they beat you by a bucket or whatever, they beat you in a really good game, I'm not going to go cross-lax failed. I'm going to go right. they met a team that was as good as them. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example – this year, uh, this year is a perfect example. I think you have three, four teams that you would say are really good for the area. And pick a year in the last decade, 
this, they would be the best team in the area. I think Northern has a really good team. You go back the last 10 years, m- most years they're the best team in the area. This Marysville team, go back 10 years, they're probably one of the better teams, if not the best team in the area. Armada, one of the better teams in the area. And I think Croslex is double-digit points better than all three of those teams. Interesting. Like I, well, just, we're gonna we're we're maybe gonna find out. I we should have had a Croslex Northern game, which would which would have given us some answers. We may get a Croslex Marysville game in the playoffs, right? Which would give us some answers. Which again, all three of the teams I named, we have had win a district title in a normal yeah, year. We have had the Croslex Armada game, and Croslex handled them. Yeah, by twenty-two, and Armada has killed everybody else that they've played. Yeah, like I I was trying to explain this to someone over the weekend. I I was talking to a friend, and I'm like. You don't understand. Like, no, they're head and shoulders better than any team they play. He's like, no way. I go, yes, they are that good. Like, I don't think it's even a little bit like for most teams you say, hey, they can make it to the Breslin Center. People go, okay, yeah, I'll have what you're having. Is that, is that like small town prejudice? Because it's Croslex. It's, it's up in the – the thumb area. It's small town, so they can't be that good. They can't have good players. I think. I think it's more just no team from this area is usually that good. Every year, there's a team that's that good. No, like come on, be serious. Like there are good teams every year. Like because you know you've seen good Port here on high teams, good Marysville teams. You mentioned some good St. Clair teams. And, yes, they're really good, but you know when they run into Notre Dame prep or a Flint team in the regionals, they're going to lose unless they have the game of their life. No, this Cross-Lex team is that good, and I, I'm glad you finally got to see them against a good team, against a high-level player. And the, what you said to me is forget that Hunter Soper should be getting D2 looks. He has the ability to play higher than that. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, maybe maybe Volts had an off day. He scored 16. Right. I mean, he wasn't horrible. He had some dunks. Uh, n- number one, I don't think he's the best player on his team. I think t- uh, Tay Jones is the best player on Carlton. At least he was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was out of the game, they were dysfunctional. When he's in the game, everything goes through him, and he makes the other guys better. Mm-hmm. And he scored 17 um, and had seven points in the second half. This is the other thing about it. Volts had 12 points in the first half, and I think uh, Soper had 17. And it was a close game. It, it was 37-33 at halftime. And then Volts scored four points in the second half, and Crosslex outscored him 36-22. And that speaks to another reason why this Crosslex team is that good. They don't have to shift down a gear in the second half. They don't have to catch their breath. They are in immaculate shape. Like, they will run with you for 32 straight minutes. That's what they did to Armada. Armada was gassed by the second, third quarter. Croslax looked like they were fresh. They are in, they are tremendously conditioned. And here's a stat for you that's crazy. You saw Croslax's quote-unquote worst game point differential wise with an 18 point victory well and and, okay and I'm going to give some credit to obviously you have to have good players to win yes but they're coached well and Mm -hmm. uh Lance Campbell is is smart like I'm I'm impressed with this because how do they win in BWAC games 
They press in the first half, and nobody in the BWAC can they, handle their they pressure. They Krieg him. He said, Carlton's uh, guards will be able to handle our pressure, so we're not going to press today. Mm-hmm. We're going to drop back. We'll play a zone defense. So that's a lot of coaches don't change what they do. What they do work, especially when what they do works. We've blitzkrieg seven teams doing it this way. We'll blitzkrieg this team doing it this way. No, he looked at his opponent and he said, we have to make an adjustment before we even start this game mm-hmm. if we're going to have success. And they did it, and a lot of people would be like, oh, you're changing what you're doing. No, they changed up what they do, and they won by 18. Yeah. They're, they're that good. Like, like and they pick each other up. This mm-hmm. is the other thing. Like, okay, so at the start of the game, it was all Trey Kolakovic. He, he comes out like a tornado uh, and whirls around the court going 97 miles per hour under control, and he gets five quick points and sets the tone that we can play with these guys. Yeah. Which- then Soper takes over and starts doing Soper things. And then, okay, eventually you got to give these guys a rest. So they go and sit down, and that's when Tyler Johnson, who had two points in the game uh, and wasn't really involved in the offense, playing great defense, rebounding, doing things like that. But, okay, those guys are out. It falls on me to score. Bang, there's a three. Bang, there's a three. Oh, yes, Carlton, we know our, our guys are sitting on the bench right now, but guess what? You're not coming back. And the thing is, they play unselfish basketball. I've never once seen someone go, I'm going to get mine on this possession. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to the hoop. They feed off each other really well. It looks like they really like each other. I could be wrong. I don't know that. But it looks like they like each other, and they have great chemistry on and off the court. Yeah, they've got guys there that would score 20 a game for everybody else that are Happy to get their eight to ten points a night mm-hmm. because um, they know that they can. They win and they know that they've got something special there. I think. And I don't think it's hyperbolic at all to say that I that this team could win a state title. It's gonna. They're gonna have to beat some really good teams, and I don't think they they should be picked or favored to do that. But I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if they're one of the last two teams standing. Yeah. Well, uh, they should. We'll keep an eye on them during the postseason because they should make a nice run. Keep an eye on them. Um, well, I mean. We're going to be trailing their bus. I'm not, I'm not going to be making predictions that they're going to do this or that, but I'm, I'm going to say that this is a regional final team that has a chance to win the regional final. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's. After that, it's kind of a who do you shoot. Who do you draw and, and how do you match up against them? But if they get to the finals, not going to be surprised. If they don't get to a quarterfinal, I'm maybe going to be a little surprised. Yes. So, so anyway. that, that's kind of where I'm going to put that's, that. that. Impressed. Seen them once. It was against, well, I think, a, a good team, uh, and I was impressed. Yeah, so that's, that's what Cross Lex did. Boy, howdy. Um, I want to – we're just going to keep going because let's get the boys' scores in. This might be a little bit of a, a long segment, but um, saw a good game on Friday uh, for Port Huron High. Um, and, and, yeah, they're not as good as we hoped they would be, but I think this was a really good past week for the Big Reds boys' basketball team. Okay, They really played 
defense. Everything came from their defense. They gave center line fits and probably should have beaten center line, and it would have been a big coup for you hmm. because you picked them to, and they almost did it, Brady. Overtime, 51-47, uh, and, and again, they did it with defense. They were down and out in that game by 12 points, and they stormed back and took it to overtime. This is their game against Marine City. Gave up eight in the first, eight in the second, eight in the third. And then the entire fourth quarter was both teams playing their benches and the score was 19-15 in the fourth quarter because those guys don't get to play a lot. They were taking their shots uh, and, and having fun with it. I had, I think, 18 guys scored in the game. Ten guys scored for the Big Reds. Everybody on both teams played quality minutes. Big Reds scoring because offense has been an issue. Ten in the first, 16 in the second, 21 in the third, and as I said, they got 15 in the fourth. They scored 62 points, which I might be their season high. I think it is. and Yeah, it's good to see Port Huron start to get a little bit of confidence. Marine City struggled this week. Um, Connor Allen did play a little bit. Um, that was his first game back, I believe. He was rusty. He, he scored five points. They didn't give him a ton of minutes. They were just trying to kind of work him back in because he hadn't played since the first game of the season. Right. So, um, but he will he will help them. Um, but again, Marine City is what they are. They're not a big team, uh, and they struggle with size and they struggle with uh, athleticism. They're a bunch of football players that give a hundred and ten percent on the basketball court, but they don't make a lot of shots. Yeah, they're not they're not basketball players and. Kind of the same thing we said about Porter and High. They struggle to score. so. But they're starting to find some guys. Like, we had an Ethan Balon sighting. He had 13 points through three quarters in that game and looked like the guy that we saw last year mm-hmm. who, who could create some offense for himself. Um, they're finding out that Nate Oriole can can do stuff. He's a guy like Nate Oriole. Uh, he had 11 points uh, in, in the game. He's a threat from outside. Uh, Ashford didn't do a whole lot, but Ashford's been really good for them uh, this year. Chase Mullins was good last week. He's just when he kind shows of up and, and plays, you know, he's it's like McNeil with Northern. When when Jace decides he's going to do it, he gets it done. Right, and he's been pretty solid. Like you're never. I don't know if you're ever going to get twenty points from him. But I don't think you're ever going to get a two-point dud from him either. He's going to give you that solid 8 to 12, 14 points a night. Yeah. Uh, Rosenhaus, another kid. They, they can build off of these kids. Um, Shaka Brown gave him uh, – he, he was the spark in the first quarter that, that got them going. And like I say, they, they played a lot of kids. There's a lot of effort. Um, and, and defense was a big reason why I think the Big Reds had a really good week that they can build on because, again, they've got a winnable game this week going to Sterling Heights. That's one I expect them, even on the road, to get a victory. And, you know, winning gives you confidence, and confidence gives you a chance. It does. Um, Team that slipped up a little bit and, from what I heard, kind of shot themselves in the foot a bit. Uh, Northern dropped their first game at Lakeshore, 58-53. Tyler Jameson had 23. Ryan McNeil had 20. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, from people I know that were there, said Northern was the better team. Just a combination of just some boneheaded turnovers, uh, maybe a few calls not going their way. Uh, but they had a chance against Lakeshore and they lost it. 
I think if they play this game again at Northern, they win this game. But Northern drops their first uh, game. They only put up 53 points. And this is the thing that we've said before where Northern can be vulnerable. Jamison and McNear combined for 43 points, and they scored 53 on the night. Yeah, the rest of the team only had 10. That's kind of more from more that's people. That's kind of the recipe is you're not going to stop Tyler Jamison, and unless you have a, a really good defender, you're probably not stopping Ryan McNeil, which, by the way, on Friday's podcast, I said, well, you know, he had a lot of dump-off points. I want to see him do something. He did something <laughs> against Lakeshore. <laughs> he created his own shots. He made it happen. Again, I like to see my takes age in horribly in real time. That's fun. <laughs> um, but Jameson and McNeil, 43 of the 53 points, that's kind of the recipe to beat Northern. Just don't let one of them go dumb for like 35, contain them, and say, hey, if we can get to 60, we have a chance. All right, but it, it, it works in reverse order too sometimes. Because look at the Marysville. They beat Madison 57-49. Three guys scored, uh, what, 45 of their points? Yeah. And, and so that means the rest of the team had eight points, and they won by eight points, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes it happens. But uh, Singleton had 24, Evan Woodard with 11, and Larry Smayfield with 10. So the usual suspects there. Um, but the Vikings get it done, and they just keep quietly under the radar getting it done i mean we're talking about them but really is anybody really like excited they're about marysville basketball i mean i know in, in marysville they're very excited i can't and they remember should be. i can't That's remember the team. last time marysville 7-0 and like i said in a normal year they're the best team they're one of the best teams in the air i mean them in northern like we've said is a coin flip i don't think i think last week results gives just a slight edge to marysville just because they won and northern didn't i still don't think it changes the talent how even they are, but in a normal year, Marysville's the best team in the area. It's just a really good year for basketball, and that's why we are so excited to get this started. But Marysville is really good. DeMarco Singleton is a great scorer. Evan Woodard, Larry Smayfield, they do what they need to do. They can pop off if they need to, but they're nice complimentary pieces, and yeah, I mean, they just get by Madison, do what they need to do. Madison's not a bad team. They're not a great team, but they handled them. Eight-point win, and now they have a showdown with Lakeview. You go to Lakeview, which is a basically a dungeon of a gym, uh, and t- knock off the Huskies, which I think they're better than them because I saw them play Port here on high. I think DeMarco Singleton will be the best player on the court in that game because they have a few nice players I don't think anyone's as good as he is, just athletically uh, can score like he can. But they have, like, five guys that are just good players that can score. That's on Tuesday. Um, I'm making the road trip for that game. I'm very excited to see what will yeah, happen. We've added that game to the uh, schedule because so, it's two undefeated. It's not for the league championship, but it's kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge for the yeah, league championship It's because the, the, the winning team would have to stub its toe not to win the right. title. And basically puts the winning team in the fast lane, and they got a clear path. Because again, Marysville, they already beat Centerline, they beat PH in a rivalry game, they beat Madison. Their, their biggest test after this game would be Lincoln. 
So Mayor's are looking to keep winning, and it's going to be a big game. Did and we it, look at that? Is that at Lincoln or at home? I because I, if uh, it's at home, I that it, yeah, it changes a lot. I'll chance. have to I'll have to double check that. But you have to go down to Lincoln. That's a little bit different. I still think Marysville's the better team. Yeah, I can check that during the break. Um, but Marysville is one of what two undefeated teams now left in the area. So. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, Croslex, all they did to Almont, who was undefeated coming into this week, 75-36. Yeah, so that was the other thing. Croslex was playing back-to-backs. <laughs> they <had> played, <laughs> they played Almont Friday afternoon. It was a 4.30 tip, and then they came back less than 24 hours later at 3.30 the next day to beat uh, Carlton. But, yeah, put 75 up against Almont and held Almont to 36, up, and Almont has been scoring. Almont put up 95 against Ortonville Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, they, they like to jack uh, the threes. Soper had 21 in that. So in back-to-back games, Soper with 48 points. Uh, Johnson had 15. Townsend had 12. Sage Slanick had eight points. Uh, Joey Sable, who uh, I, I guess is a shooter um, mm. for Elmont, he had 11. Charlie Koenig with nine points. Uh, Armada rolled on Algonac 54-20, to 20, uh, and all the bigs scored for Armada. Um, Eric uh, Ketting with 16, Andrew Sneezak with 12, Jaden Hill uh, with uh, six points. Parker uh, Dockerty had seven points for uh, Algonac. Um, St. Clair uh, lost uh, to Utica 48-39 on Friday. Uh, Richmond, that's two in a row for Richmond. Mm-hmm. They beat North Branch 48-43. I know North Branch is struggling, but Richmond had that big shocking win over Emily City, uh, and then they backed it up with another win. Speaking of Emily City, the Spartans bounced back, beat Yale 54-43. Parker Lewis, uh, after an off night where I think he had seven points yeah. against Richmond, came back with 20. Um, Matt McClellan had uh, 12 points, and Connor Jakubiak with 10 points. I just want to say Jakubiak. <laughs> Uh, he had 10 points for uh, Yale. Uh, what else happened on Friday? Uh, Chippewa Valley uh, beat New Haven. Yep. And then Carsonville port Sanilac fell to North here on 48-23. Chippewa Valley beat New Haven 66-61, by the way. Uh, All right. A couple of boys scores, too, from Saturday that I also wanted to get in. We're going to see Mooney later this week against Royal Oak Shrine, uh, uh, and they beat Shrine at a, Shrine. Yeah, on a last-second layup. Yep, uh, the winning bucket by Luke uh, Julio. Yes. With 2.6 seconds to go, and they beat Trine 51-49. Trent Rice, there's a typo by me. Trent Rice with 16, Kevin Everhart with 12, and and your guy Larry Larry Dallas, eight points uh, and 12 rebounds. And I think he had three or four blocks too. Probably. I didn't. uh, They gave me the stat. I just didn't put it in there. Uh, Memphis beat Sandusky 41-30. Brown City Beat KPAC 44-29 in a double overtime game. Harbor Beach beat Marlette 71-70. All right, so uh, basically what we've had here is the longest segment in the history of the uh, program. Uh, so we'll take a break uh, here, but uh, I do want to talk about uh, the ladies, and we had some high school hockey as well, and so that's all coming up in just a moment here on the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Mary's or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and uh, Brady with you here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Um, and uh, it was kind of a light schedule for uh, the uh, ladies 
over the uh, weekend, but uh, we'll run down uh, some scores, and you can interject anything that uh, you want to interject here. Sandusky on Friday beat Memphis 46-16. Uh, Jenna Steeb had 10, and uh, Ali uh, Gibord had uh, 9 for uh, Sandusky. Elmont over Crosslex 52-36. Imlay City, who's pretty good, yeah, beat they, Yale 60-36. They stay rolling. Yeah. Uh, they haven't lost, have they? They lost not in BWAC play. Not in they BWAC lost play. their opener to BC right, John Glenn. Glenn. Uh, Armada beat Algonac 41-33. And then on Saturday, um, a couple of games, Marysville girls keep on going. Uh, kind of an ugly win over Roseville, I guess, 35-20, to 20, depending on how you want to look at it. But the hell Roseville to 20. So their, their defense continues since the first game. Has anybody gotten 30 on them? Uh, yes. I mean, I can double check, but they I, gave up 56 in their first game and they've, they've been, been yeah. stomping on people Let since. Me see. Um, um, and Caitlin Kane has become a big scorer. Yeah. Fitz put up 32 on them. Yeah. That, that's, that's the most they since still won opening by 16. night. Uh, 18 points for Kane. Anna Oles with uh, 11 in that victory for the Marysville girls, which they're setting themselves up right now. Uh, they have a big week this week. They are putting themselves in great position for the Matt Gold, and I don't think we gave them enough credit to start the year. Kind of making us eat a little crow right now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I've got uh, absolutely uh, no problems. Which, by the way, Marysville has to host Roseville tonight. That's going to be a tough game for them. I mean, to beat a team back-to-back, I mean, I know they get them at home. And then Wednesday, they go to Marine City. Friday, they're at St. Clair. This is a defining week for that team. And I think they'll come through with flying colors. I mean, they do have a game lead, so they can afford to slip up once. But if they come out of this 3-0, and I don't see any – I don't think they can lose the Mac Gold. All right, I want to talk a little bit of hockey because it's been a crazy year. We saw a game on uh, Saturday morning. Our first joint game. Our first joint game where, where we worked together, uh, and, and, it was a, and it was a pretty good uh, hockey game. Very chippy. Yes. Very. Uh, both teams seemed to be a little agitated maybe about having to get up early in the morning. They probably hadn't done it in a few years, you know, since uh, – they were playing like uh, bantams or yeah or, travel hockey yeah, and and you got to get up to play that early game so they had to play at ten at McMorrin uh, and Anchor Bay beat uh, Marysville four to two um, the Vikings actually scored first they led one nothing after one it was a one one game going into the third period um, and was really up for grabs but then the, the the Tars came out in the third period and scored three straight they got kind of a a, a weird break. On the, 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 in the opening minute of the third, and yeah. Steele scored with uh, like 55 seconds into the period, Braden Steele, to make it 2-1. to one. And then it just kind of unraveled for the next, say, 10 minutes for Marysville, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they were down 4-1. to one. Yeah, they, they played well. It's just Anchor Bay had a game plan, and they executed it. The, they just basically wait for Marysville or their opponent, whoever they have, to make a mistake, to make a bad break, and then they, they execute on it. They're not going to try to force the issue. They're not going to do anything crazy offensively, but the goals that they had was what? A power play goal where dude sniped the corner with, after a beautiful deke. 
Kid lost his stick, and the puck came out front, so he just had to stand there and hope he got a body part on it. He didn't. Kid <laughs> picked a corner. The third one was what? Oh, kid, uh, kid falls down. Yeah. The, yeah, falls down, and then it's a two-on-one the other. No, the kid, uh, it was um, Paul Matier had, it, had a scoring opportunity, couldn't find the puck between his feet, gets chipped out. Two-on-one the other way, goal, and then the last one was just a scramble where there was eight sticks slashing at the puck, and someone got it in it went in. Yeah, and uh, and then Marysville did get a five-on-three power play goal late in the game to make it four to two and give them a uh, chance, but Anchor Bay held off. So because of the craziness of COVID and the fact that the seasons have been condensed, one of the things they're letting them do in hockey is play two games in a day. Um, so Anchor Bay played at 10 o'clock in the morning at McMorrin, and then at 7 o'clock at night they had a game down in Frazier, and they beat Chippewa Valley 6-2. to two. So the Tires got four points on Saturday. So did Thumb Legion. I kind of like that one. They beat Notre Dame Prep twice. Yeah, Notre Dame Prep came up to Sandusky and stayed the whole day. And they played a, uh, I th- they played a morning game, and then I think they played at 3 o'clock. Um, and the Thumb Legion won the morning game 8-5, to five, and they won the uh, afternoon game 7-2. to two. Uh, Northern had uh, back-to-back games. Uh, actually, Marysville was playing back-to-backs, too, because on Friday, Marysville beat Thumb Legion 5-3. to three. Uh, Mitch Donaldson, Noel LaValle, Aiden Minesburg, and Braden Turner each had a goal and an assist in that uh, win. Northern beat Gross Point North. Um, at Gross Point North, which I think they play out of Frazier. Mm-hmm. So they won 4-1 to one on Friday, uh, and then they turned around and Northern won at St. Mary's on Saturday night in overtime, 2-1. to one. Which is a good win. Again, St. Mary's isn't the best team in that league. No, but, but still, to go down yeah. there and win is not easy to do. It's a long, no easy way to get to Orchard Lake High School. It isn't. The, got to go through Pontiac. You, you think one-way streets in Port Huron are bad? Drive through Pontiac's some night and not know. know where you're going? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're screwed. You're, there, there's, there's no way out of that town at that point. So a gritty <laughs> overtime win for Northern. Um, they play Brother Ice next week. And uh, we believe Logan O'Flanagan is up to 20 goals now yes. through nine games. Which might lead the state, I believe leads the state. I don't know if all the stats were updated for everyone, but yeah. either way, very impressive. That will see just how good this Northern team is. Because, again, like we mentioned in our first segment with basketball, there's good for the area, and then there's like uh, this. I don't think there's any question this Northern team could win a regional title. But winning a quarterfinal game is usually where that divider is, especially in high school hockey, between like good teams and state championship caliber teams. Usually the quarterfinal, you see a decent amount of routes because that's where you see the difference between, I mean, you know this, what, the top five-ish teams in the state, the divide between them and the the top ten is big. Yeah, well, what I like is uh, generally the draw, and I haven't looked at the the hockey draws this year see if I can um, find because it. it's been so crazy, but Northern generally gets a good draw like I, I don't see there there isn't anybody from the area and, and no no offense to marysville ph thumb legion. thumb legion anybody those teams aren't beating the huskies this year no not. all right um let me pull um, this up. 
But the question is for Northern when they get a little further down the road, yeah, is is who are you going to go up against? Uh, and I am uh, excited. Uh, it's coming up on the uh, the ninth, so that's next week, right? Uh, but we've got Here's brother brother Rice is coming stupid. to McMorrin, and I want, and we'll have that game, and I'm very interested in seeing it. Tell me how this makes any sense. Port here on high and Port here on Northern are in different regions. because uh, uh, are they in different? Be- believe it or not, the Big one. Reds are one, in, in one and Northern's in two. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. How much difference in size is there? I I don't know, but that happened within just the last couple. Is of like years. Port here on high the smallest D one in and Northern's I don't the know, biggest Brady. D two. I, I don't look at school populations. I'm gonna look. It's not anyway. my hobby. So the region <laughs> for Marysville. Is or for Northern is very winnable. Marysville's in there too. Davison, Marysville, Port here on Northern, Romeo, Sandusky. And, and I would say the, uh, that Thumb Legion and Marysville are the next two best teams in there mm-hmm. after Northern. Now, here's the tough part it doesn't matter who the four other teams are in the quarterfinal game they'd meet up with. Brother Rice is in the region I believe they'd meet up with. Yeah. So, uh, and like I say, Brother Rice on the 9th, I think it is. Um, so that's early next week. Next. Coming, yeah. coming to McMoran, and, and we'll have that on stream one. Uh, and that will be the big measuring stick. Mm-hmm. To see if they have a, a, if, how far they can really go. Yeah. Because Brother Rice is that good. So that's, that's going to be tough for them. Usually they avoid Brother Rice till the, quarterfinals or the semifinals sometimes they're on opposite sides of the bracket yeah well and then i don't know this for sure but i'm assuming like the regions they do it i'm assuming nine and ten meet up 11 and 12 meet up 13 14 15 16 that's what i'm assuming so i could be wrong yeah don't don't ask me on that uh, either i just go to the game and see who they're playing because <laughs> sometimes they have preset brackets too yes so and and stuff like that. So it doesn't necessarily always add up. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, the the big reds are in actually in in D one, uh, and the Huskies are in D two. That just there can't be that big of a population difference. You wouldn't think so, but that's the way it's set up. And I'm going to assume the state knows better than I do. Well, you'd think so. Hey, Marysville's boys are playing in a different division than Marysville's girls. Yes, which is also stupid. There needs to be another division in basketball. So, and, and think about that. Think about how well Marysville's girls have come together and are, are playing right now, and they're going to get uh, into uh, games with PH and you know Lance the, Cruz North and Dakota. You know what the difference is between Port here on Northern and Port here on High enrollment? Hmm. According to this. Northern this year, they, they lost a few kids. They're at 11.98. Port Huron High is at 12.34. 12 must be the, the cutoff. It must be. Oh, Anyways, wow. it, it's been it, – it was that way oh, last no, year. you know what it is. It was that year you in last year's playoffs too. Because so. Port Huron High has more schools to draw from. Because they – other schools, because they're unified or united – because there's other schools that can play for them. Probably, yeah, because, yeah, you can go to East China and play for the Big Reds. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. That well, I'm, I'm glad you figured that out finally. I deduced that information. <laughs> let's, let's deduce a break, 
and then uh, and then let's do our uh, pick segment. Plus, uh, I want to talk a little SC4 because uh, we did a couple of their games. Mm-hmm. You were there, uh, and we'll be there again uh, this week as well. Yeah. So we want to do all that uh, and more uh, on what is uh, becoming one of the uh, – I, I, uh, we might break the record. We had a really long podcast on Friday, and we might break the record today because we've just been going. It, it's Monday, been a lot and, to we've, talk about. and we've been going. Wednesdays might be longer. <laughs> might be. We'll see. You always get pumped up, and then, well, you and your curse. So You can't curse that one. We'll see. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Yeah. Wednesday's going to be a fun show. You think? Are you going to finally spill the beans on this? And um, yeah, like you teased it tell. Friday, but we can say what it's going to be since it's the next show. Me and Dennis are going to go head to head because you know we love competition. Well, he loves competition. We're going to have a draft where we each pick seven boys basketball players and a coach. So there will be eight rounds, and then we will have then we will debate which team is better and why. And then you, the people listening, will have to debate. Will have to answer which team is better and why. So you'll basically you'll have to to tweet to Brady why my team is superior to his. No, you won't, because that won't happen. <laughs> I will be the superior GM. <laughs> um, we're we're flipping a coin to get the first pick. You get to pick. So it's snake style. So if you get the first pick, then the other person gets second and third. Which I think is kind of evil, but okay. It's the fairest way to do it. You think so? Yes. Anyway, so I did SC4 on Saturday. You did. Let's they, uh, tell people about that. They had a pair of big wins. I mean, they played Alpena Community College. Um, they're not good. Uh, the, the lady skippers have um, a lot of local talent. Uh, Jenna Holzberger had a nice game. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I'm going to pull up these stats real quick. But they – they played well. The boys' team is a lot of fun to watch. The SC4 men's basketball team, a lot of fun. Um, they just they just score in bunches. For the men, real quick, before uh, we get into our pick segment, uh, Parker knew – oh, no, that's Alpina, sorry. Uh, for SC4, Riley Bug had 20 points, the North Branch product. He's a good player. I liked watching him play. They shot 31 threes in the game. <laughs> Dennis, you're not kidding when you say that game is high-paced, fast action. Well, because it's not like there aren't – the big men go to the bigger schools. And the big men, the tall guys there aren't super great in the post. So it's more of a, a guard-oriented. Most teams play three guards, mm-hmm. and they shoot. They run, and they shoot. So you're either watching layups or you're watching three-pointers. Or some dunks. I saw a few yeah. of those, which was fun to see. But but it's the little guys dunking on the little guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, little guys, they're still yeah, six. They're, they're still, but, you know, by basketball standards, you're, you're not going to see uh, any Connor McKenzie's playing at that level because right. teams are going to take a shot at them at the higher level. And for the girls, a lot of uh, good scoring uh, for them. Uh, Brooklyn Taylor with 19, but Lily Conley, the Cross-Lex grad, put up 25, including four three-pointers. Jenna Holzberger had 16. Uh, the, uh, Morgan McConnell had eight. Um, they they played really well. Annalise LaMontagne from St. Clair had nine. So it was fun to do the first Skippers game. You'll do another one tomorrow, which should be fun. Um, and real quick before we get into the picks, I just want to mention the Prowlers did split their opening weekend. They... Struggled in the first one, and I think they finally are starting to get their legs underneath them and put up a bunch of goals in their second game. Okay. All right, are you, are you ready for the picks? I, I lead what? The overall by one, but you lead, had a perfect week last you week. You lead the overall by, by one. You went 8-1, and one, I went 9-0. and oh. 
Just want to point that out. Yep. Perfect week. Think when you had a perfect week in, in football, you had banners and things made, but you still lost by four games. Anyway, so you're down in the basketball picks. By a game. Yes, but you're still down. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. This uh, is this is not um, – This is a tough week. This is a tough week, yeah. There are some games the, – the, like, the first game is tough. Yeah, so we'll just start right there. Um, do you want me to pick first this week? Okay. It's, uh, first game on stream one tonight, St. Clair at Marine City. Dennis, you'll be there for that. Uh the girls matchup. Marine City lost this game last time, but they were also in their worst shooting slump probably in a long time. I think they shot like 17% from the field for a week. They just couldn't make a shot. They bring in St. Clair. St. Clair struggled on the road to get big wins. I'm going to stick with St. Clair. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. It's going to be a really good game. But I just think St. Clair, I don't know if Marine City has the size to stop Christina Bohm. Well, that's the thing. Bohm went off on them the first time. I think she had 25 or 27 mm-hmm. in, in this game. And also like did a great job on Chloe Austin. I think Chloe Austin scored one point. Um, so I, I like St. Clair in this game. I know it's a road game, and I know Marine City is better now. Like, they woke up last week and found their stroke, and they play much better at home. But I, I think this isn't going to be a 25-point win by St. Clair like it was at home. Uh, this is going to be a, a tight game. But I, I, I give the edge right now to the And St. I wouldn't Clair be surprised girls. if we're wrong. I don't feel confident in that pick. Other game tonight, I'll be on the call up at Port here on Northern. Crosstown rivalry. Port here on High travels to take on the Huskies. Um, Port here on High coming off a big 3-0 week. I see no reason why they don't continue it. They're going to beat Northern. They handled them last time without Emma Trombley, even in the second half. Big Reds win this game. Well, yeah, I mean, they beat Renaissance, they beat Dakota, and they beat Ike. And two of those games were road wins last week they handled northern the first time around uh northern uh, has struggled um what south did to them the other night was just like it didn't matter who south was playing that night i know but but i starts are important and the big reds are good at getting off to good starts and i think if they get off to a good start against northern northern's fragile that way right now like northern has to keep this game close through the first half to have a chance to win it. Yeah, I, I Port Huron High is going to win this game. Northern still trying to get a little rhythm going. We're not going to do the SC4 games, but we do have one big game on Tuesday, Marysville at Lakeview. Uh, that's essentially for the bronze, silver, silver, bronze, salons title in that uh, division. Lakeview is a tough place to play. I can tell you from experience The lighting in there is from, like, the 60s. (laughs) The gym is the size of the court, and it's just impossible to play down there. Marysville, though, 7-0, Lakeview undefeated. I I think Marysville has the more talented team, but, Dennis, I'm telling you, playing at Lakeview is tough. They have a bigger home court advantage just because of how different the gym is and how different Marysville gym is from it. I'm going to pick Marysville just because, one, they're the local team. I like them. I think they have the more talented team. 
but that gym scares me a lot. I would not be surprised if at the end of the first quarter, Lakeview has like a 15-6 to six lead. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going with Marysville for these reasons. I think they're the better team. I want to believe that this is a special Marysville team, and if they are a special Marysville team, then this is a game they have to go and win. It is. It's I'm telling you, that gym's tough to play in. On Wednesday, you will be at a boys game. Royal Oak Shrine goes to Cardinal Mooney. They just played a, a buzzer-beater game on Saturday where Mooney won. I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. It's hard to beat a team twice in a row, especially a team that you beat at the buzzer. I like Mooney. It's nothing against them. Shrine's going to come up there, and Mooney's going to struggle a little bit. You, it's hard to beat a team twice in a season, let alone back-to-back. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I was kind of thinking, too, Mooney just won at their place uh, at the buzzer. Um, it kind of makes me feel like Shrine will come up to Mooney and be determined. Um, but because you're taking Shrine and because we generally agree on most of the games, uh, I'm going to say that, uh, that Mooney wins another tight game. I was going to take Shrine until you took him. Really? But now I'm taking Mooney so that we have a different game. Okay. Um, so come on, Coach uh, McAndrews, have the boys ready. On the other game on Wednesday, I will be at Marine City. The Marysville girls take on Marine City. This is a game where I, Marysville's been playing well. You have to go on the road. I don't think they're, like, talent-wise that much better than Marine City. I think they caught them on a bad night. Part of me wants to take the Mariners, and I know it might be the wrong move, but I'm telling you there's a game every week where something weird happens. Marysville's going to be in the middle of a gauntlet week. It's their, the Wednesday game on the road. All right, I just talked myself into it. Give me Marine City in that one okay. in an I, upset. I am taking Marysville because I do think it would be an upset for them to lose, and here's the reason why. This is a different Marine City team than when they met the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, that Marine City team – couldn't have uh, made a basket into a soccer net. Hmm. Um, and, and they'll be different at home. This will be a better game at home. This will be low scoring. Uh, but uh, Kane right now is unstoppable. And that Marysville defense, boy, are they good. Marysville gets the victory on the road in a much better basketball game than the first time these two teams played. Thursday, you take a road trip. You have Port here on high going to Sterling Heights. Big Red starting to play with a little more confidence, but on the road at Sterling Heights, that's going to be tough. I'm going to take the Big Reds. I saw Sterling Heights play. They are athletic. They have a big man. I think it's Ibrahim uh, is his name. And Port here on very well could lose this game, but if they can get their production, they're athletic enough too. They can run with them. As long as Sterling Heights doesn't shoot the lights out, I think Port here and I brings home a, like a 42-35 game. Well, I, I like uh, the Big Reds uh, the way they played last week. If that Big Red team, the, the team that I saw twice last week, shows up at Sterling Heights, um, I like the Big Reds uh, to win this game. Ster Sterling Heights and, and PH probably on paper pretty close uh, in, in my book uh, and normally in a pretty close. I go with the home team. But I think this is a winnable game for that PH team that I saw this past week. So I'm going to go with PH. Warren Woods Tower in my game travels up to play St. Clair. St. Clair struggling. Tower's good. 
I just don't think St. Clair has the scoring. Tower's going to win that game. Yeah, I, I like Tower in this one, too. The, the Saints are still working on it. Um, but there's some bright spots there for St. Clair. One thing I like is that everybody scores. It's just no one scores a ton. And they play hard. I, I appreciate a, a team that no matter what's going on in the game, they play to the finish line. It's like Marine City's boys are like that, too. Like, they might not be the best team, and they might be outmatched, but they play to the finish line. They play hard. Saints are doing the same thing, but Tower's just got too much talent. Yeah, Warren Woods Tower, by the way, 4-2 and two in the MAC blue gold. So, a very solid team. Yeah, they're, they're good. Friday, uh, yes, Friday, because you was looking at the wrong date. Pair of girls games. Dennis, this will be – this is a tough one. Gross Point North plays at Port Huron High in the Big Reds. This could be a very huge game in the MAC, uh, the MAC red. In this one, I I forgot this was on the schedule. Yeah. And looking at this, well, it's going to be tough. North's undefeated, right? Yes, I believe Port Gross yeah. Point North is undefeated. They have to go to Port here on. And here's the wild card. Here's the thing that sucks about picking these games on Monday. We don't know if Emma Trombley is going to be ready to play in that game. Here, here's well, who, uh, so who you take? I'm going to take Gross Point North, just because Port here on High is really good, but so is Gross Point North. Well, Gross Point North won the first one down there. Mm-hmm. The Big Reds just beat Renaissance, just beat Dakota, just beat Ike. I think they're going to win a big crosstown rivalry game uh, on on Monday. Um, the, 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 Trombley or not. I want. Uh, I like the big reds in this. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the big reds. They're going to get revenge at home. Gross Point North is going to suffer their first loss. You're ta- so that you're on the call that one 7 p.m. on Friday night. I will be in St. Clair. Marysville taking on the Saints in a rematch in the Mac Gold. I like Marysville. I'm going to use your logic that you l- used last week with the Port here on boys. I picked against Marysville on Wednesday. I'm picking with them on Friday. Um, yeah, th- this is another tough one. For me, because the first time around, Marysville shut down Baum and shut down the Saints um, and did it rather impressively. Uh, I think that will be harder to do the second time. I think it'll be harder to do in St. Clair's gym. But again, for the same reason, I like Marysville against Marine City on the road. I like Marysville in this one in another. I think these are going to be much closer games than the first time around that they were at Marysville, but I think Marysville will prevail because right now, until one of these teams beats them, I think Marysville is the team to beat. Marysville has a trifecta of tough games this week. They're going to slip up once. All right, speaking of trifectas, three games on Saturday. Hockey, you have two games starting at 1 o'clock. Dakota at Port here on Northern. Port here on Northern's on a roll. Dakota's not as good as, as them. Northern wins this game. Yeah, Northern wins this game. I, I, it'll probably be a decent game. I'm not expecting a blowout here. I, I'm expecting a, a good game, but the Huskies are playing well, and Dakota is a team that uh, they should be able to uh, beat. The second game is the, the game that is hard to call. Yeah, the second game at 3 o'clock, you'll still be in McMoran. Utica at Port Huron. Who wins this game? I don't know because I don't know anything about Utica. I don't either. I'm going to take Utica and uh, uh, just in a coin flip, basically. I don't know anything about these two teams, uh, and I don't want you to get an advantage on me, so I'll pick the same team you picked. That's more of a strategic thing in, in picks than in anything else. And the final game, Port here on High goes to Port here on Northern. I'll be on the call for the second uh, High Northern game that week at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Simply put, 
I know the Big Reds hadn't proved. I don't think they'll be able to score with Port here on Northern. Um, they're going to have to really muddy up that game if they want a chance. I don't know if Port here on High can get to 60 against the Huskies, and I think they'll need to get to that or more. Give me Northern. Yeah, uh, even if PH is successful at keeping the game low scoring, uh, I, I don't think they're going to have enough uh, with Jamison and McNeil. Uh, if Jamison and McNeil get theirs, um, that's a tough game Which for the Big Reds. Which is still 45 points. I, I, I'm, I'm picking the Big Reds early in the week, but I'm picking the Huskies late in the week. All right. Sounds good. So that there are picks. Again, tonight you're at St. Clair at Marine City. I'm at Port here on Northern for the, the Port here on High Northern game, both games at 7 p.m. And then on Wednesday's podcast, what the first Get Stuck on Sports draft, that's going to be in the third segment. I think that's going to be a fun fun segment and and by the way we're different on three games this week which i think is the most we've been so far yeah I mean, there's some tough games and we could have been different on another one but you took a strategic move so um we're, we're different on three which means i will have a two-game lead okay next week that's cute um <laughs> so get 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 your mock draft boards ready Get your mock draft boards ready. This will be interesting, and we'll do a I don't girls even think, one next week. Yeah, because I don't even think there's a clear – there's a debate of who goes number one. I, to, to me, it's, it's clear who goes number one. To me, the bigger thing is – I think number one and number two are clear cut. Yes, you know but who. who are you going to take at three and leave for the other guy yeah, at four? Right. And who are you going to take at four and leave for the other guy at five? See, I think there's the, the top four is, is going to go in some order. Like, I think I can give you the four names. I, I can't tell you what order they'll go in, but I can give you the top four names. After the first four, that's where it gets interesting. Uh, see, I, uh, to me, if I get number one, I know who I'm taking. And I think I know who you're taking at two. And right. what you take at three will determine what I take at, at four. So we'll flip the coin to see who gets to pick number one at the start of the segment. So, if, for example, if you win and you don't want the number one pick, you can take picks two and three if you would rather have those. Yeah, I don't, I don't know which is better or which is worse. I think there's more pressure – to having to take two and three, or there's more decisions to make having to take two and three. No pressure, no diamond, baby. Well, you're not going to get a diamond anyways because you live in the curse of the blowout, so whatever team you take will get blown out. Or blow you out. No, you, you, you'll get blown out. Anyway, that's enough bickering. <laughs> We've gone on a, lo- a while, haven't we? It's It's been as long as Friday's show. Got you. All right, so we should probably wrap it up. Oh, yeah, by the way, Tuesday, a pair of SC4 games, 5.30, 7.30. Dennis, you're there. I will be at Marysville at Lakeview. Sorry, Northern, we switched this game up for a, a pair of undefeateds. We were supposed to be at your game against Frazier. But. Yeah, Brady wanted to do that because, you know, he's Brady. You just blame me for everything. Yeah, I do. All right, anyway, <laughs> anything else? Nope, nothing else. Sounds good. Okay. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton.
All right. Uh, I, I think we've begun actually twice today. Yes, we have. That's good. We've begun twice today. There we go. Just had to fiddle with some settings. That's, uh, that's, that's a Monday for you. I'm, to, to be forewarned, I'm a little – You're grumpy today. I'm a little grumpy today. Um, but we're going to talk about some things that I think will probably put me back in a good mood. Yes. One of those will be I finally got to see the Crosslex boys play on Saturday against Carlton, a much uh, ballyhooed game, which was great through the first half, and then Crosslex was Crosslex in the second half and dominated. They're that good. They are that good. So we'll talk about that. Saw a pretty good high school. Actually, we got to work together and see a, a pretty good high school hockey game mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Uh, I saw a real good effort by the Big Red. Actually, I saw two real good efforts by the Big Reds boys last week. Um, we've already talked about the center line game. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about their game with Marysville. Um, we'll talk about uh, girls basketball. We'll talk about what's going on this week. And we'll my, talk about my perfect week of picks on the pick segment. And my uh, blowout curse seems to get worse. Yes, the blowout curse is a thing. It is real. And uh, it, 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 it happens on a nightly basis for Brady. We'll talk about that. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including 
Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, you're back. I finally got to see um, the Croslex boys play on Saturday. Uh, they had a non-league game with Carlton. Scheduled like on Thursday. Yeah, and and this was like a big matchup. Um, Carlton, real good basketball team. Uh, they play in the uh, Tri-County 10 Valley. Their only loss this year was to Hemlock, who was 8-0. So, yeah. And Crosslex, of course, was, was undefeated uh, going into the uh, game. So this, this was a big matchup. I got to the, to the gym, and everybody was telling me about Carlton and DJ Volts, who's getting D1 offers in both basketball and football. And, and they say, uh, everybody said, that we think he's going to play football, but schools are offering him basketball scholarships. Uh, and keep an eye on this guy, Stuck. Keep an eye on this guy. So I kept an eye on him. And he had 12 points in the first half, a couple of dunks, mm-hmm. very athletic. Um, but he only scored four points in the second half. And, and if I were to, I'll just say it because I don't think anybody from Carlton listens to our podcast. Uh, and even if they do, I was at the game. I saw it. He got schooled. Okay? In a one-on-one showdown with Hunter Soper, Soper destroyed him. Period. End of conversation. Won't debate it with anybody. Soper 27, Volt 16. That's just in points. Soper out. Rebounded him. Soper out. Everything him. Period. So not- Dunked over him, too. Now that you've seen what on the on a putback, yeah. Now that you've seen Croslex play, do you understand? I mean, I know you saw them last year, but seeing them this year, do you understand what I was saying when I'm saying this is the best? I think I, I was texting someone. This is the best team this area has seen in 
I mean, 40 years. Well, it's the best basketball team I've seen in the area since I've been in the area, and I've been in the area for 25 years. Right. But that also tells you the plight of basketball in the area over the last two right. decades. Right. There has not – I mean, I was, I was trying to talk – I think I was talking to you Saturday when you were on your way home from the game. I was like, what team can you think of in this area that could even hold a candle to them? And I couldn't think of one because there hasn't been. there. We haven't had a serious – we've had good players. Yes. You I mean, if, if I'm excluding New Haven as an area right. team – which I don't think we should. Which it's yeah, they're it's, right next to Richmond. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, but, the New Haven I mean, team. Sands, New Haven, and Romeo Weems, um, and Williams, who was also an excellent player. Who might have turned out to be the better player. Yeah, at least, well, collegiately, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the time in high school, mm-hmm. Weems was the deal. Mm-hmm. And he was the – I mean, we're talking about, okay, St. Clair was pretty decent, right? Yeah. Uh, they yeah, had they held them. They had Davidson. They were shutting them out in a playoff basketball game, mid third quarter. Yeah, it was thirty eight to nothing with like four minutes to go in the third quarter of a boys high school playoff basketball game against the Saints team that probably averaged fifty five, sixty points a game that season. Yeah. So anyway, besides those teams, so so other than that, but but like. Northern, no. Nor- Northern has had great players, but not great teams. Mm-hmm. PH has had great players, not great teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marysville, great players, not great teams. Right. St. They- Clair, great players, pretty good teams, but never really a threat to get out of the regional. Right. Like- Some- sometimes get upset in the districts. I mean, we haven't had a team where I looked at it and said, yeah, th- this for sure, this is a team that has a chance to get to at least a quarterfinal. I mean, Emily City's had a couple good teams. But again, it becomes the difference between being good in the area because there are a lot of teams that are good for St. Clair County, the Blue Water area, that, you know, will win a district, maybe have a chance to win a regional game. Dennis, I don't think it's fair. I, I Okay, I'll besides Goodrich, who's as good as Croslex from everything I'm hearing. If Croslex doesn't make a quarterfinal, aren't you a little disappointed? Uh, I would – well, I'll, again, I don't know what the draw is going to be and what the other opponents are going to be. You could hit a really good team in regionals. Right. But you what, could hit a couple of good teams in regionals. But I'm saying Sometimes is, regionals are harder to win than, a quarter, than the quarterfinal game. Which from I'm pretty sure Goodrich is in their region. That was the showdown last year that everyone was waiting for and never happened. Looks like it'll likely happen this year. Like, for example. So, if this, uh, let me put it. If you play a team like that in the regional and you get blown out, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. If you play a team like that in regional and you go to war with them and a they, they beat you by a bucket or whatever, they beat you in a really good game, I'm not going to go cross-lax failed. I'm going to go right. they met a team that was as good as them. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example – this year, uh, this year is a perfect example. I think you have three, four teams that you would say are really good for the area. In pick a year in the last decade, this, they would be the best team in the area. I think Northern has a really good team. You go back the last 10 years, m- most years they're the best team in the area. This Marysville team, go back 10 years, they're probably one of the better teams, if not the best team in the area. Armada one of the better teams in the area. And I think Croslex is double-digit points better than all three of those teams. 
Interesting. Like I, well, just, we're gonna we're we're maybe gonna find out. I we should have had a Crosslex Northern game, which would which would have given us some answers. We may get a Crosslex Marysville game in the playoffs, right? Which would give us some answers. Which again, all three of the teams I named, we have had win a district title in a normal yeah, year. We have had the Crosslex Armada game, and Crosslex handled them. Yeah, by twenty-two, and Armada has killed everybody else that they've played. Yeah, like I, I was trying to explain this to someone over the weekend. I I was talking to a friend, and I'm like. You don't understand. Like, no, they're head and shoulders better than any team they play. He's like, no way. I go, yes, they are that good. Like, I don't think it's even a little bit like, for most teams you say, hey, they can make it to the Breslin Center. People go, okay, yeah, I'll have what you're having. Is that, is that like small town prejudice? Because it's cross-lex. It's, it's up in the... The thumb area. It's small town, so they can't be that good. They can't have good players. I think. I think it's more just no team from this area is usually that good. Every year, there's a team that's that good. No, like come on, be serious. Like there are good teams every year. Like because you know you've seen good Port here on high teams, good Marysville teams. You mentioned some good St. Clair teams. And, yes, they're really good, but you know when they run into Notre Dame prep or a Flint team in the regionals, they're going to lose unless they have the game of their life. No, this Cross-Lex team is that good, and I, I'm glad you finally got to see them against a good team, against a high-level player. And the, what you said to me is forget that Hunter Soper should be getting D2 looks. He has the ability to play higher than that. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, maybe maybe Volts had an off day. He scored 16. Right. I mean, he wasn't horrible. He had some dunks. Uh, n- number one, I don't think he's the best player on his team. I think t- uh, Tay Jones is the best player on Carlton. At least he was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was out of the game, they were dysfunctional. When he's in the game, everything goes through him, and he makes the other guys better. Mm-hmm. And he scored 17 um, and had seven points in the second half. This is the other thing about it. Volts had 12 points in the first half, and I think uh, Soper had 17. And it was a close game. It, it was 37-33 at halftime. And then Volts scored four points in the second half, and Crosslex outscored them 36-22. And that speaks to another reason why this Crosslex team is that good. They don't have to shift down a gear in the second half. They don't have to catch their breath. They are in immaculate shape. Like, they will run with you for 32 straight minutes. That's what they did to Armada. Armada was gassed by the second, third quarter. Croslax looked like they were fresh. They are in, they are tremendously conditioned. And here's a stat for you that's crazy. You saw Croslax's quote-unquote worst game point differential-wise, with an 18-point victory. Well, and, and okay, and I'm going to give some credit to – obviously, you have to have good players to win. Yes. But they're coached well, and mm-hmm. uh, Lance Campbell is is smart. Like, I'm, I'm impressed with this because how do they win in BWAC games? They press in the first half, and nobody in the BWAC they, can handle their they pressure. They He said – Carlton's uh, guards will be able to handle our pressure, so we're not going to press today. Mm-hmm. We're going to drop back. We'll play a zone defense. So that's a lot of coaches don't change what they do. What they do works, especially when what they do works. 
we've blitzkrieged seven teams doing it this way. We'll blitzkrieg this team doing it this way. No, he looked at his opponent and he said, we have to make an adjustment before we even start this game mm-hmm. if we're going to have success. And they did it, and a lot of people would be like, oh, you're changing what you're doing. No, they changed up what they do, and they won by 18. Yeah. They're, they're that good. Like, like and they pick each other up. This mm-hmm. is the other thing. Like, okay, so at the start of the game, it was all Trey Kolakovich. He, he comes out like a tornado uh, and whirls around the court going 97 miles per hour under control, and he gets five quick points and sets the tone that we can play with these guys. Yeah. Which- then Soper takes over and starts doing Soper things. And then, okay, eventually you got to give these guys a rest. So they go and sit down, and that's when Tyler Johnson, who had two points in the game uh, and wasn't really involved in the offense, playing great defense, rebounding, doing things like that. But, okay, those guys are out. It falls on me to score. Bang, there's a three. Bang, there's a three. Oh, yes, Carlton, we know our, our guys are sitting on the bench right now, but guess what? You're not coming back. And the thing is, they play unselfish basketball. I've never once seen someone go, I'm going to get mine on this possession. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to the hoop. They feed off each other really well. It looks like they really like each other. I could be wrong. I don't know that. But it looks like they like each other, and they have great chemistry on and off the court. Yeah, they've got guys there that would score 20 a game for everybody else that are Happy to get their eight to ten points a night mm-hmm. because um, they know that they can. They win and they know that they've got something special there. I think. And I don't think it's hyperbolic at all to say that I that this team could win a state title. It's gonna they're gonna have to beat some really good teams. And I don't think they they should be picked or favored to do that. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they're one of the last two teams standing. Yeah. Well, they should. We'll keep an eye on them during the postseason because they should make a nice run. Keep an eye on them. Um, well, I mean. We're going to be trailing their bus. I'm not, not going to be, be making predictions that they're going to do this or that. But I'm, I'm going to say that this is a regional final team that has a chance to win the regional final. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's. After that, it's kind of a who do you shoot. Who do you draw and, and how do you match up against them? But if they get to the finals, not going to be surprised. If they don't get to a quarterfinal, I'm maybe going to be a little surprised. Yes. So, so anyway. that, that's kind of where I'm going to put that's, that. that. Impressed. Seen them once. It was against, well, I think, a, a good team, uh, and I was impressed. Yeah, so that's, that's what Cross Lex did. Boy, howdy. Um, I want to – we're just going to keep going because let's get the boys' scores in. This might be a little bit of a, a long segment, but um, saw a good game on Friday uh, for Port Huron High. Um, and, and, yeah, they're not as good as we hoped they would be, but I think this was a really good past week for the Big Reds boys' basketball team. Okay, They really played defense. Everything came from their defense. They gave center line fits and probably should have beaten center line, and it would have been a big coup for you hmm. because you picked them to, and they almost did it, Brady. Overtime, 51-47, uh, and, and again, they did it with 
defense. They were down and out in that game by 12 points, and they stormed back and took it to overtime. This is their game against Marine City. Gave up eight in the first, eight in the second, eight in the third. And then the entire fourth quarter was both teams playing their benches and the score was 19-15 in, in the fourth quarter because those guys don't get to play a lot. They were taking their shots uh, and, and having fun with it. I had, I think, 18 guys scored in the game. Ten guys scored for the Big Reds. Everybody on both teams played quality minutes. Big Reds scoring because offense has been an issue. Ten in the first, 16 in the second, 21 in the third, and as I said, they got 15 in the fourth. They scored 62 points which I might be their season high. I think it is. And, yeah, it's, it's good to see Port Huron start to get a little bit of confidence. Marine City struggled this week. Um, Connor Allen did play a little bit. Um, that was his first game back, I believe. He was rusty. He, he scored five points. They didn't give him a ton of minutes. They were just trying to kind of work him back in because he hadn't played since the first game of the season. Right. So, um, But he will, he will help them. Um, but, again, Marine City – is what they are. They're not a big team, uh, and they struggle with size, and they struggle with uh, athleticism. They're a bunch of football players that give 110% on the basketball court, but they don't make a lot of shots. Yeah, they're not They're not basketball players. and Kind of the same thing we said about Porter and High. They struggle to score. So, But they're starting to find some guys. Like We had an Ethan Balon sighting. He had 13 points through three quarters in that game and looked like the guy – that we saw last year mm-hmm. who, who could create some offense for himself. Um, they're finding out that Nate Oriole can can do stuff. He's a I like Nate Oriole. Uh, he had 11 points uh, in, in the game. He's a threat from outside. Uh, Ashford didn't do a whole lot, but Ashford's been really good for them uh, this year. Chase Mullins was good last week. He's just when he shows up and, and plays, you know, he's it's like McNeil with Northern. When when Jace decides he's going to do it, he gets it done. Right, and he's been pretty solid. Like you're never, I don't know if you're ever going to get 20 points from him, but I don't think you're ever going to get a two-point dud from him either. He's going to give you that solid 8 to 12, 14 points a night. Yeah. Uh, Rosenau's another kid that, that they can build off of these kids. Um, Shaka Brown gave him uh, – he, he was the spark in the first quarter that, that got them going. And like I say, they, they played a lot of – kids there's a lot of effort um and and defense was a big reason why i think the big reds had a really good week that they can build on because again they've got a winnable game this week going to sterling heights that's one i expect them even on the road to get a victory and you know winning gives you confidence and confidence gives you a chance it does um team that slipped up a little bit and from what i heard kind of shot themselves in the foot a bit. Uh, Northern dropped their first game at Lakeshore, 58-53. Tyler Jameson had 23. Ryan McNeil had 20. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, from people I know that were there, said Northern was the better team. Just a combination of just some boneheaded turnovers, uh, maybe a few calls not going their way, uh, but – they had a chance against Lakeshore, and they lost it. I think if they play this game again at Northern, they win this game. But Northern drops their first uh, game. They only put up 53 points. And this is the thing that we've said before where Northern can be vulnerable. Jamison and McNear combined for 43 points. 
and they scored 53 on the night. Yeah, the rest of the team only had 10. That's kind of more from more that's people. That's kind of the recipe is you're not going to stop Tyler Jameson, and unless you have a, a really good defender, you're probably not stopping Ryan McNeil, which, by the way, on Friday's podcast I said, well, you know, he had a lot of dump-off points. I want to see him do something. He did something <laughs> against Lakeshore. <laughs> he created his own shots. He made it happen. Again, I like to see my takes age in horribly in real time. That's fun. <laughs> um, but Jameson and McNeil, 43 of the 53 points, that's kind of the recipe to beat Northern. Just don't let one of them go dumb for like 35, contain them, and say, hey, if we can get to 60, we have a chance. All right, but it, it, it works in reverse order too sometimes. Because look at the Marysville. They beat Madison 57-49. Three guys scored, uh, what, 45 of their points? Yeah. And, and so that means the rest of the team had eight points, and they won by eight points, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes it happens. But uh, Singleton had 24, Evan Woodard with 11, and Larry Smayfield with 10. So the usual suspects there. Um, but the Vikings get it done, and they just keep quietly under the radar getting it done i mean we're talking about them but really is anybody really like excited they're about marysville basketball i mean i know in, in marysville they're very excited i can't and they remember should be. i can't That's remember the team. last time marysville seven oh and like i said in a normal year they're the best team they're one of the best teams in the air i mean them in northern like we've said is a coin flip i don't think i think last week results gives just a slight edge to marysville just because they won and northern didn't i still don't think it changes the talent how even they are, but in a normal year, Marysville's the best team in the area. It's just a really good year for basketball, and that's why we are so excited to get this started. But Marysville is really good. DeMarco Singleton is a great scorer. Evan Woodard, Larry Smayfield, they do what they need to do. They can pop off if they need to, but they're nice complimentary pieces, and yeah, I mean, they just get by Madison, do what they need to do. Madison's not a bad team. They're not a great team, but they handle them. Eight-point win, and now they have a showdown with Lakeview. You go to Lakeview, which is a basically a dungeon of a gym, uh, and t- knock off the Huskies, which I think they're better than them because I saw them play Port here on high. I think DeMarco Singleton will be the best player on the court in that game because they have a few nice players I don't think anyone's as good as he is, just athletically uh, can score like he can. But they have, like, five guys that are just good players that can score. That's on Tuesday. Um, I'm making the road trip for that game. I'm very excited to see what will yeah, happen. We've added that game to the uh, schedule because so, it's two undefeated. It's not for the league championship, but it's kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge for the yeah, league championship It's because the, the, the winning team would have to stub its toe not to win the right. title. And basically puts the winning team in the fast lane, and they got a clear path. Because again, Marysville, they already beat Centerline, they beat PH an rivalry game, they beat Madison. Their, their biggest test after this game would be Lincoln. So Marysville looking to keep winning, and it's going to be a big game. Did we it, look at that? Is that at Lincoln or at home? I because I, if uh, it's at home, I that it, yeah, it changes a lot. I'll chance. have to. I'll have to double-check that. But. You have to go down to Lincoln. That's a little bit different. I still think Marysville's the better team. Yeah, I can check that during the break. Um, but Marysville is one of, what, two undefeated teams now left in the area? So 
Um, oh, yeah, by the way, Croslex, all they did to Almont, who was undefeated coming into this week, 75-36. Yeah, so that was the other thing. Croslex was playing back-to-backs. <laughs> they, had played, they played Almont Friday afternoon. It was a 4.30 tip. And then they came back less than 24 hours later at 3.30 the next day to beat uh, Carlton. But, yeah, put 75 up against Elmont and held Elmont to, to 36. Up, and Elmont has been scoring. Elmont put up 95 against Ortonville Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, they, they like to jack uh, the threes. Soper had 21 in that. So, in back-to-back games, Soper with 48 points. Uh, Johnson had 15. Townsend had 12. Sage Slanick had eight points. Uh, Joey Sable who uh, I, I guess is a shooter um, mm-hmm. for Elmont. He had 11. Charlie Koenig with nine points. Uh, Armada rolled on Algonac 54-20, to 20, uh, and all the bigs scored for Armada. Um, Eric uh, Ketting with 16. Andrew Sneezak with 12. Jaden Hill uh, with uh, six points. Parker uh, Dockerty had seven points for uh, Algonac. Um, St. Clair uh, lost uh, to Utica 48-39 on Friday. Uh, Richmond. That's two in a row for Richmond. Mm-hmm. They beat North Branch 48-43. I know North Branch is struggling, but Richmond had that big shocking win over Emily City, uh, and then they backed it up with another win. Speaking of Emily City, the Spartans bounced back, beat Yale 54-43. Parker Lewis, uh, after an off night where I think he had seven points yeah. against Richmond, came back with 20. Um, Matt McClellan had uh, 12 points, and Connor Jakubiak with 10 points. I just want to say Jakubiak. <laughs> Uh, he had 10 points for uh, Yale. Uh, what else happened on Friday? Uh, Chippewa Valley uh, beat New Haven. Yep. And then Carsonville Port Sanilac fell to North here on 48-23. Chippewa Valley beat New Haven 66-61, by the way. Uh, All right. A couple of boys scores, too, from Saturday that I also wanted to get in. We're going to see Mooney later this week against Royal Oak Shrine, uh, uh, and they beat Shrine at a, Shrine. Yeah, on a last-second layup. Yep, uh, the winning bucket by Luke uh, Julio. Yes. With 2.6 seconds to go, and they beat Trine 51-49. Trent Rice, there's a typo by me. Trent Rice with 16, Kevin Everhart with 12, and and your guy Larry Larry Dallas, eight points uh, and 12 rebounds. And I think he had three or four blocks too. Probably. I didn't. Uh, I, they gave me the stat. I just didn't put it in there. Uh, Memphis beat Sandusky 41-30. Brown City beat KPAC 44-29 in a double overtime game. Harbor Beach beat Marlette 71-70. All right. So uh, basically what we've had here is the longest segment in the history of the uh, program. Uh, so we'll take a break uh, here. But uh, I do want to talk about uh, the ladies, and we had some high school hockey as well. And so that's all coming up in just a moment here on the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and uh, Brady with you here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Um, and uh, it was kind of a light schedule for uh, the uh, ladies over the uh, weekend, but uh, we'll run down uh, some scores, and you can interject anything that uh, you want to interject here. Sandusky on Friday beat Memphis 46-16. Uh, Jenna Steeb had 10, and uh, Ali uh, Gibord had uh, nine for uh, Sandusky. Elmont over Crosslex, 52-36. Imlay City, who's pretty good, 
yeah, beat they, Yale 60 they to 36. Stay rolling. Yeah. Uh, they haven't lost, have they? They lost not in BWAC play. Not in they BWAC lost play. their opener to Bass right, John Glenn. Glenn. Uh, Armada beat Algonac 41-33. And then on Saturday, um, a couple of games, Marysville girls keep on going. Uh, kind of an ugly win over Roseville, I guess, 35-20, to 20, depending on how you want to look at it. But the hell Roseville to 20. So their, their defense continues since the first game. Has anybody gotten 30 on them? Uh, yes. I mean, I can double check. But they I, gave up 56 in their first game, and they've, they've been, been stomping on people let since. Me see. Um, um, and Caitlin Kane has become a big scorer. Yeah, Fitz put up 32 on them. Yeah, that, that's that's the most they since still won opening by 16. night. Uh, 18 points for Kane. Anna Oles with uh, 11 in that victory for the Marysville girls. Which they're setting themselves up right now. Uh, they have a big week this week. They are putting themselves in great position for the Matt Gold, and I don't think we gave them enough credit to start the year. Kind of making us eat a little crow right now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I've got uh, absolutely uh, no problems. Which, by the way, Marysville has to host Roseville tonight. That's going to be a tough game for them. I mean, to beat a team back to back. I mean, I know they get them at home, and then. Wednesday, they go to Marine City. Friday, they're at St. Clair. This is a defining week for that team. And I think they'll come through with flying colors. I mean, they do have a game lead, so they can afford to slip up once. But if they come out of this 3-0, and I don't see any – I don't think they can lose the Mac gold. All right. I want to talk a little bit of hockey because it's been a crazy year. We saw a game on uh, Saturday morning. Our first joint game. Our first joint game where, where we worked together. Uh, and, it, and, it was a, and it was a pretty good uh, hockey game. Very chippy. Yes. Very uh, – both teams seemed to be a little agitated maybe about having to get up early in the morning. They probably hadn't done it in a few years, you know, since uh, they, they were playing like – uh, bantams or yeah or, travel hockey yeah, and, and you got to get up to play that early game so they had to play at 10 at McMorrin uh, and Anchor Bay beat uh, Marysville four to two um, the Vikings actually scored first they led one nothing after one it was a one one game going into the third period um, and was really up for grabs but then the, the the Tars came out in the third period and scored three straight they got kind of a a, a weird break on the, 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 in the opening minute of the third, and yeah. Steele scored with uh, like 55 seconds into the period, Braden Steele, to make it 2-1. to one. And then it just kind of unraveled for the next, say, 10 minutes for Marysville, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they were down 4-1. to one. Yeah, they, they played well. It's just Anchor Bay had a game plan, and they executed it. The, they just basically wait for Marysville or their opponent, whoever they have, to make a mistake, to make a bad break, and then they, they execute on it. They're not going to try to force the issue. They're not going to do anything crazy offensively, but the goals that they had was what? A power play goal where dude sniped the corner with, after a beautiful deke. Kid lost his stick, and the puck came out front, so he just had to stand there and hope he got a body part on it. He didn't. Kid <laughs> picked a corner. The third one was what? Oh, kid... Uh, Kid falls down. Yeah. The, yeah, falls down, and then it's a two-on-one the other. No, the kid, uh, it was um, Paul Matier had it had a scoring opportunity, couldn't find the puck between his feet, gets chipped out, 
two on one the other way, goal, and then the last one was just a scramble where there was eight sticks slashing at the puck and someone got it and it went in. Yeah, and uh, and then Marysville did get a five on three power play goal late in the game to make it four to two and give them a uh, chance, but Anchor Bay held off. So because of the craziness of COVID and the fact that the seasons have been condensed, one of the things they're letting them do in hockey is play two games in a day. Um, so Anchor Bay played at 10 o'clock in the morning at McMorrin, and then at 7 o'clock at night they had a game down in Frazier, and they beat Chippewa Valley 6-2. to two. So the Tires got four points on Saturday. So did Thumb Legion. I kind of like that one. They beat Notre Dame Prep twice. Yeah, Notre Dame Prep came up to Sandusky and stayed the whole day. And they played a, uh, I th- they played a morning game, and then I think they played at 3 o'clock. Um, and the Thumb Legion won the morning game 8-5, to five, and they won the uh, afternoon game 7-2. to two. Uh, Northern had uh, back-to-back games. Uh, actually, Marysville was playing back-to-backs, too, because on Friday, Marysville beat Thumb Legion 5-3. to three. Uh, Mitch Donaldson, Noel LaValle, Aiden Minesburg, and Braden Turner each had a goal and an assist in that uh, win. Northern beat Gross Point North. Um, at Gross Point North, which I think they play out of Frazier. Mm-hmm. So they won 4-1 to one on Friday, uh, and then they turned around and Northern won at St. Mary's on Saturday night in overtime, 2-1. to one. Which is a good win. Again, St. Mary's isn't the best team in that league. No, but, but still, to go down yeah. there and win is not easy to do. It's a long, no easy way to get to Orchard Lake High School. It isn't. You've got to go through Pontiac. You think one-way streets in Port Huron are bad? Drive through Pontiac's some night and not know. know where you're going? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're screwed. You're, there, there's, there's no way out of that town at that point. So a gritty <laughs> overtime win for Northern. Um, they play Brother Ice next week. And uh, we believe Logan O'Flanagan is up to 20 goals now yes. through nine games. Which might lead the state. I believe leads the state. I don't know if all the stats were updated for everyone, but yeah. either way, very impressive. That will see just how good this Northern team is. Because, again, like we mentioned in our first segment with basketball, there's good for the area, and then there's like uh, this. I don't think there's any question this Northern team could win a regional title. But winning a quarterfinal game is usually where that divider is, especially in high school hockey, between like good teams and state championship caliber teams. Usually the quarterfinal, you see a decent amount of routes because that's where you see the difference between, I mean, you know this, what, the top five-ish teams in the state, the divide between them and the the top ten is big. Yeah, well, what I like is uh, generally the draw, and I haven't looked at the the hockey draws this year um, because it's been so crazy, but Northern generally gets a good draw like I don't see there there isn't anybody from the area and no no offense to Marysville PH Thumb Legion, Thumb Legion anybody those teams aren't beating the Huskies this year no not. all right um, let me pull um, this up. but the question is for Northern when they get a little further down the road yeah is is who are you going to go up against uh, and I am excited uh, it's coming up on the uh, the ninth so that's next week right uh, but we've got Here's brother brother Rice is coming stupid. to McMorrin, and I want, and we'll have that game, and I'm very interested in seeing it. Tell me how this makes any sense. 
Port here on high and Port here on northern are in different regions. Because uh, uh, are they in different? B- believe it or not, the Big one. Reds are one, in, in one and Northern's in two. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. How much difference in size is there? I I don't know, but that happened within just the last couple. Is of like years. Port here on high the smallest D one in in Northern? I don't the know, Brady. I, I don't look at school populations. I'm gonna look. It's not anyway. my hobby. So the region <laughs> for Marysville is or for Northern is very winnable. Marysville's in there too. Davison, Marysville, Port here on Northern, Romeo, Sandusky. And I would say that Thumb Legion and Marysville are the next two best teams in there mm. after Northern. Now, here's the tough part. It doesn't matter who the four other teams are in the quarterfinal game they'd meet up with. Brother Rice is in the region I believe they'd meet up with. Yeah. So, uh, And like I say, Brother Rice on the ninth, I think it is. Um, so that's early next week. Next Coming, yeah. coming to McMoran, and, and we'll have that on stream one, uh, and that will be the big measuring stick. Mm-hmm. To see if they have a, a – if how far they can really go. Yeah. Because Brother Rice is that good. So that's, that's going to be tough for them. Usually they avoid Brother Rice till the quarterfinals or the semifinals. Sometimes they're on opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah. Well, and then I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming like the regions they do it. I'm assuming nine and ten meet up, eleven and twelve meet up, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. That's what I'm assuming. So I could be wrong. Yeah. Don't don't ask me on that uh, either. I just go to the game and see who they're playing. Because <laughs> sometimes they have preset brackets too. Yes. So and and stuff like that. So it doesn't necessarily always add up. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, the the big reds are in actually in in D one, uh, and the Huskies are in D two. That just there can't be that big of a population difference. You wouldn't think so, but that's the way it's set up, and I'm going to assume the state knows better than I do. Well, you'd think so. Hey, Marysville's boys are playing in a different division than Marysville's girls. Yes, which is also stupid. There needs to be another division in basketball. So and think about that. Think about how well Marysville's girls have come together and are are playing right now, and they're gonna get uh, into uh, games with PH and you know Lance the, Cruz North and Dakota. You know what the difference is between Port here on Northern and Port here on High enrollment. Hmm. According to this, Northern this year they they lost a few kids. They're at eleven ninety eight. Port here on high is at twelve thirty four. Twelve must be the the cutoff. It must be. Oh, Anyways, wow. it it's been it, it was that way. Oh last no, year. you know what it, it is. It was that year you in last year's playoffs too. Because so. Port here on high has more schools to draw from. Because they other schools because they're unified or united. Because there's other schools that can play for them. Probably, yeah, because, yeah, you can go to East China and play for the Big Reds. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. That well, I'm, I'm glad you figured that out finally. I deduced that information. <laughs> let's let's deduce a break, and then uh, and then let's do our uh, pick segment. Plus, uh, I want to talk a little SC4 because uh, we did a couple of their games. Mm-hmm. You were there, uh, and we'll be there again uh, this week as well. Yeah. So we want to do all that uh, and more. Uh, on what is uh, becoming one of the uh, – I, I, uh, we might break the record. We had a really long podcast on Friday, and we might break the record today because we've just been going. It, it's Monday, and we've, talk about. and we've been going. 
Wednesdays might be longer. <laughs> might be. We'll see. You always get pumped up, and then, well, you and your curse. So you can't curse that one. We'll see. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Yeah. Wednesday's going to be a fun show. You think? Are you going to finally spill the beans on this? And um, Because, yeah, like, you teased it tell. Friday. But we can say what it's going to be since it's the next show. 
Me and Dennis are going to go head-to-head because, you know, we love competition. Well, he loves competition. We're going to have a draft where we each pick seven boys basketball players and a coach, so there will be eight rounds. And then we will have then we will debate which team is better and why. And then you, the people listening, will have to debate. will have to answer which team is better and why. So you'll basically you'll have to to tweet to Brady why my team is superior to his. No, you won't, because that won't happen. <laughs> I will be the superior GM. <laughs> um, we're we're flipping a coin to get the first pick. You get to pick. So it's snake style. So if you get the first pick, then the other person gets second and third. Which I think is kind of evil, but okay. It's the fairest way to do it. You think so? Yes. Okay. Anyway. So, I did SC4 on Saturday. You did. Let's they, uh, tell people about they that. They had a pair of big wins. I mean, they played Alpena Community College. Um, they're not good. Uh, the, the lady skippers have um, a lot of local talent. Uh, Jenna Holzberger had a nice game. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I'm going to pull up these stats real quick. But they they played well. The boys' team is a lot of fun to watch. The SC4 men's basketball team, a lot of fun. Um, they just they just score in bunches. For the men, real quick before uh, we get into our pick segment, uh, Parker knew. Oh no, that's Alpina. Sorry. Uh, for SC4, Riley Bug had 20 points. The North Branch product. He's a good player. I liked watching him play. They shot 31 threes in the game. <laughs> Dennis, you're not kidding when you say that game is high-paced, fast action. Well, because it's not like there aren't – the big men go to the bigger schools. And the big men, the tall guys there aren't super great in the post. So it's more of a, a guard-oriented. Most teams play three guards, mm-hmm. and they shoot. They run and they shoot, so you're either watching layups or you're watching three-pointers. Or some dunks. I saw a few yeah. of those, which was fun to see. But but it's the little guys dunking on the little guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, little guys, they're still yeah, six they're, they're still, But, you know, by basketball standards, you're, you're not going to see uh, any Connor McKenzie's playing at that level because right. teams are going to take a shot at them at the higher level. And for the girls, a lot of uh, good scoring uh, for them. Uh, Brooklyn Taylor with 19, but Lily Conley, the Cross-Lex grad, put up 25, including four three-pointers. Jenna Holzberger had 16. Uh, the, Morgan McConnell had eight. Um, they they played really well. Annalise LaMontagne from St. Clair had nine. So it was fun to do the first Skippers game. You'll do another one tomorrow, which should be fun. Um, and real quick before we get into the picks, I just want to mention the Prowlers did split their opening weekend. They struggled in the first one, and I think they finally are starting to get their legs underneath them and put up a bunch of goals in their second game. Okay. All right, are you, are you ready for the picks? I, I lead what? The overall by one, but you, you had a perfect week last you week. You lead the overall by, by one. You went 8-1. and one, I went 9-0. and oh. Just want to point that out. Yep. Perfect week. Think when you had Welcome a perfect week in, in football, you had banners and things made, but you still lost by four games. Anyway, so you're down in the basketball picks by a game. Yes, but you're still down. Um, so uh, <laughs> yeah, this uh, is this is not um, this is a tough week. This is a tough week. Yeah. There are some games. The, the, like, the first game is tough. 
Yeah, so we'll just start right there. Um, do you want me to pick first this week? Okay. It's, uh, first game on stream one tonight, St. Clair at Marine City. Dennis, you'll be there for that. Uh, the girls matchup. Marine City lost this game last time, but they were also in their worst shooting slump probably in a long time. I think they shot like 17% from the field for a week. They just couldn't make a shot. They bring in St. Clair. St. Clair struggled on the road to get big wins. I'm going to stick with St. Clair. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. It's going to be a really good game. But I just think St. Clair. I don't know if Marine City has the size to stop Christina Bohm. Well, that's the thing. Bohm went off on them the first time. I think she had 25 or 27 mm-hmm. in, in this game. And also, like, did a great job on Chloe Austin. I think Chloe Austin scored one point. Um, so I, I like St. Clair in this game. I know it's a road game, and I know Marine City is better now. Like, they woke up last week and found their stroke, and they play much better at home. But I, I think this isn't going to be a 25-point win by St. Clair like it was at home. Uh, this is going to be a, a tight game. But I, I, I give the edge right now to the And I wouldn't Clair be surprised girls. if we're wrong. I don't feel confident in that pick. Other game tonight, I'll be on the call up at Port here on Northern. Crosstown rivalry. Port here on high travels to take on the Huskies. Um, Port here on high coming off a big 3-0 week. I see no reason why they don't continue it. They're going to beat Northern. They handled them last time without Emma Trombley, even in the second half. Big Reds win this game. Well, yeah, I mean, they beat Renaissance, they beat Dakota, and they beat Ike. And two of those games were road wins Last week, they handled Northern the first time around. Uh, Northern uh, has struggled. Um, what South did to them the other night was just like it a didn't matter streak. who South was playing that night. <laughs> I know, but but I starts are important, and the Big Reds are good at getting off to good starts. And I think if they get off to a good start against Northern, Northern's fragile that way right now. Like Northern has to keep this game close through the first half to have a chance to win it. Yeah, I, I Port here on high is going to win this game. Northern still trying to get a little rhythm going. We're not going to do the SC4 games, but we do have one big game on Tuesday, Marysville at Lakeview. Uh, that's essentially for the bronze, silver, silver, bronze, salons title in that uh, division. Lakeview is a tough place to play. I can tell you from experience, the lighting in there is from, like, the 60s. The gym is the size of the court, and it's just impossible to play down there. Marysville, though, 7-0. and Lakeview undefeated. I can't, uh, I think Marysville has the more talented team, but, I'm, Dennis, I'm telling you, playing at Lakeview is tough. They have a bigger home court advantage just because of how different the gym is and how different Marysville gym is from it. I'm going to pick Marysville just because, one, they're the local team. I like them. I think they have the more talented team, but that gym scares me a lot. I would not be surprised if at the end of the first quarter, Lakeview has like a 15-6 to lead. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going with Marysville for these reasons. I think they're the better team. I want to believe that this is a special Marysville team. And if they are a special Marysville team, then this is a game they have to go and win. It is. 
it's I'm telling you, that gym's tough to play in. On Wednesday, you will be at a boys game. Royal Oak Shrine goes to Cardinal Mooney. They just played a, a buzzer-beater game on Saturday where Mooney won. I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. It's hard to beat a team twice in a row, especially a team that you beat at the buzzer. I like Mooney. It's nothing against them. Shrine's going to come up there, and Mooney's going to struggle a little bit. You, it's hard to beat a team twice in a season, let alone back-to-back. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I was kind of thinking, too, Mooney just won at their place uh, at the buzzer. Um, it kind of makes me feel like Shrine will come up to Mooney and be determined. Um, but because you're taking Shrine and because we generally agree on most of the games, uh, I'm going to say that, uh, that Mooney wins another tight game. I was going to take Shrine until you took him. Really? But now I'm taking Mooney so that we have a different game. Okay. Um, so come on, Coach uh, McAndrews, have the boys ready. On the other game on Wednesday, I will be at Marine City. The Marysville girls take on Marine City. This is a game where Marysville's been playing well. You have to go on the road. I don't think they're, like, talent-wise that much better than Marine City. I think they caught them on a bad night. Part of me wants to take the Mariners, and I know it might be the wrong move, but I'm telling you there's a game every week where something weird happens. Marysville's going to be in the middle of a gauntlet week. It's their, the Wednesday game on the road. All right, I just talked myself into it. Give me Marine City in that one okay. in an I, upset. I am taking Marysville because I do think it would be an upset for them to lose, and here's the reason why. This is a different Marine City team than when they met the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Marine City team – couldn't have uh, made a basket into a soccer net. Um, and, and they'll be different at home. This will be a better game at home. This will be low scoring. Uh, but uh, Kane right now is unstoppable. And that Marysville defense, boy, are they good. Marysville gets the victory on the road in a much better basketball game than the first time these two teams played. Thursday, you take a road trip. You have Port here on high going to Sterling Heights. Big Red starting to play with a little more confidence, but on the road at Sterling Heights, that's going to be tough. I'm going to take the Big Reds. I saw Sterling Heights play. They are athletic. They have a big man. I think it's Ibrahim uh, is his name. And Port here on very well could lose this game, but if they can get their production, they're athletic enough too. They can run with them. As long as Sterling Heights doesn't shoot the lights out, I think Port here and I brings home a, like a 42-35 game. Well, I, I like uh, the Big Reds uh, the way they played last week. If that Big Red team, the, the team that I saw twice last week, shows up at Sterling Heights, um, I like the Big Reds uh, to win this game. Ster- Sterling Heights and, and PH probably on paper pretty close uh, in, in my book uh, and normally in a pretty close. I go with the home team. But I think this is a winnable game for that PH team that I saw this past week. So I'm going to go with PH. Warren Woods Tower in my game travels up to play St. Clair. St. Clair struggling. Tower's good. I just don't think St. Clair has the scoring. Tower's going to win that game. Yeah, I I like Tower in this one too. The the Saints are still working on it. Um, But there's some bright spots there for St. Clair. One thing I like is that everybody scores. It's just no one scores a ton. And they play hard. I, I appreciate a, a team that no matter what's going on in the game, they play to the finish line. It's like Marine City's boys are like that too. 
Like, they might not be the best team, and they might be outmatched, but they play to the finish line. They play hard. Saints are doing the same thing, but Tower's just got too much talent. Yeah, Warren Woods Tower, by the way, 4-2 and two in the MAC blue gold. So, a very solid team. Yeah, they're, they're good. Friday, uh, yes, Friday, excuse me, I was looking at the wrong date. A pair of girls games. Dennis, this will be, this is a tough one. Gross Point North plays at Port here on High in the Big Reds. This could be a very huge game in the MAC, uh, the MAC red in this one. I I forgot this was on the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> and looking at this, well, it's going to be tough. North's undefeated, right? Yes, I believe Port Gross yeah. Point North is undefeated. They have to go to Port here on. And here's the wild card. Here's the thing that sucks about picking these games on Monday. We don't know if Emma Trombley is going to be ready to play in that game. Here, here's well, who, uh, so who you take? I'm going to take Gross Point North, just because Port here on High is really good, but so is Gross Point North. Well, Gross Point North won the first one down there. Mm-hmm. The Big Reds just beat Renaissance, just beat Dakota, just beat Ike. I think they're going to win a big crosstown rivalry game uh, on on Monday. Um, the, the, Trombley or not, I want. Uh, I like the big reds in this. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the big reds. They're going to get revenge at home. Gross Point North is going to suffer their first loss. You're ta- so that you're on the call that one 7 p.m. on Friday night. I will be in St. Clair. Marysville taking on the Saints in a rematch in the Matt Gold. I like Marysville. I'm going to use your logic that you used last week with the Port here on boys. I picked against Marysville on Wednesday. I'm picking with them on Friday. Um, yeah, this is another tough one. For me, because the first time around, Marysville shut down Baum and shut down the Saints um, and did it rather impressively. Uh, I think that will be harder to do the second time. I think it will be harder to do in St. Clair's gym. But, again, for the same reason, I like Marysville against Marine City on the road. I like Marysville in this one and another. I think these are going to be much closer games than the first time around that they were at Marysville, but I think Marysville will prevail because right now, until one of these teams beats them, I think Marysville is the team to beat. Marysville has a trifecta of tough games this week. They're going to slip up once. All right, speaking of trifectas, three games on Saturday. Hockey, you have two games starting at 1 o'clock. Dakota at Port here on Northern. Port here on Northern's on a roll. Dakota's not as good as, as them. Northern wins this game. Yeah, Northern wins this game. I, I, it'll probably be a decent game. I'm not expecting a blowout here. I, I'm expecting a, a good game, but the Huskies are playing well, and Dakota is a team that uh, they should be able to uh, beat. The second game is the, the game that is hard to call. Yeah, the second game at 3 o'clock, you'll still be in McMoran. Utica at Port Huron. Who wins this game? I don't know because I don't know anything about Utica. I don't either. I'm going to take Utica and uh, uh, just in a coin flip, basically. I don't know anything about these two teams, uh, and I don't want you to get an advantage on me, so I'll pick the same team you picked. That's more of a strategic thing in, in picks than in anything else. And the final game, Port here on high goes to Port here on northern. I'll be on the call for the second uh, high northern game that week at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Simply put, I know the Big Reds had improved. I don't think they'll be able to score with Port here on northern. Um, they're going to have to really muddy up that game if they want a chance. I don't know if Port here on high can get to 60 against the Huskies, and I think they'll need to get to that or more. Give me Northern. Yeah, uh, even if PH is successful at keeping the game low scoring, uh, I, I don't think they're going to have enough. 
with Jamison and McNeil. Uh, if Jamison and McNeil get theirs, um, that's a tough game Which for the Big Reds. Which is still 45 points. I, I, I'm, I'm picking the Big Reds early in the week, but I'm picking the Huskies late in the week. All right. Sounds good. So that there are picks uh, again tonight. You're at St. Clair at Marine City. I'm at Port here on Northern for the, the Port here on High Northern game. Both games at 7 p.m. And then on Wednesday's podcast, what the first Get Stuck on Sports draft, that's going to be in the third segment. I think that's going to be a fun, fun segment. And, and by the way, we're different on three games this week, which I think is the most we've been so far. Yeah, I mean, there's some tough games, and we could have been different on another one, but you took a strategic move. So um, we're, we're different on three, which means I will have a two-game lead okay. next week. That's cute. Um, <laughs> so get, get, get your mock draft boards ready. Get your mock draft boards ready. This will be interesting, and we'll do a I don't even think, next week. Yeah, so I don't even think there's a clear – there's a debate of who goes number one. I, to, to me, it's, it's clear who goes number one. To me, the bigger thing is I think number one and number two are clear cut. Yes, you know. But who, who are you going to take at three and leave for the other guy yeah, at four? Right. And who are you going to take at four and leave for the other guy at five? See, I think there's the, the top four is, is going to go in some order. Like, I think I can give you the four names. I, I can't tell you what order they'll go in, but I can give you the top four names. After the first four – that's where it gets interesting. Uh, see, I, uh, to me, if I get number one, I know who I'm taking. And I think I know who you're taking at two. And right. what you take at three will determine what I take at, at four. So we'll flip the coin to see who gets to pick number one at the start of the segment. So, if, for example, if you win and you don't want the number one pick, you can take picks two and three. If you would rather have those. Yeah, I don't. I don't know which is better or which is worse. I think there's more pressure to having to take two and three, or there's more decisions to make having to take two and three. No pressure, no diamond, baby. Well, you're not going to get a diamond anyways because you live in the curse of the blowout. So whatever team you take will get blown out or blow you out. No, yeah, you, you'll get blown out anyway. That's enough bickering. <laughs> We've gone on a, lo- a while, haven't we? It's it's been as long as Friday's show. Gotcha. All right, so we should probably wrap it up. Oh, yeah, by the way, Tuesday, a pair of SC4 games, 5.30, 7.30. Dennis, you're there. I will be at Marysville at Lakeview. Sorry, Northern, we switched this game up for a, a pair of undefeateds. We were supposed to be at your game against Frazier. But. Yeah, Brady wanted to do that because, you know, he's Brady. You just blame me for everything. Yeah, I do. All right, anyway, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> nope, nothing else. Sounds good. Okay. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.